Hey gang. So thanks for joining in and listening to us here. We're starting this here podcast thing. Uh, we have no idea what we're going to call it. We're thinking maybe like a Friday four pack or something along those lines. Uh, if you got any cool names for it, shoot us out. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, maybe we're going to try the video version of this as long as also the podcast. We got both rolling. Yeah. Don, feel good about that? Yeah. Great. As always, I have my trusty sidekick here with me. She's really excited about talking into a microphone. As you can see, this is her jam. <laughs> All right, guys. So basically, what we did we put a little question out on the Facebook page. We said, "Hey, give us some topics, give us some options, and some ideas you guys want to hear about." Um, we had some interesting ones come up, so we're going to go through a couple of these. Some are a little more topical than others. Some are really getting down into it. Um, we're going to start with the big one. Um, kind of. How do I stay on track during a pandemic? Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Um, guys, some of the the easiest ways to stay on track during a pandemic really is setting a time for fitness, um, closing the kitchen down, if that makes sense, um, and just trying to keep your as much of a regular routine. I know none of us have normal anymore, but <clears throat> as much of a regular routine as you're used to. I mean... Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, so I would I would tend to agree. So kind of one of the things you want to look at is what is your normal schedule, right? When you're going to work and you're going to work from nine to five, nine to five, and you're going to work and you're doing things, how does that relate now that you're either at the house, you're working from home, you may be furloughed, you may be, you know, everything could be crazy, everything's all different. Try and do your best, you know, keep getting up at the same time. Keep your kids on the same schedule, right? Just because they're doing homeschool doesn't mean we have to be on this crazy schedule. So let's try and keep that same schedule that everyone's used to, including yourself, and work that to your advantage, right? If you're used to getting out of bed at 7 in the morning, breakfast is on the table by 7.45, kids are out the door by 8.45, you know, you fitness at 5 p.m. or 4 p.m., that's fine. Let's keep that on the schedule. Let's keep fitnessing at 4 p.m. Let's still get breakfast prepared the same way. Let's do the same routine for dinner. Now, dinner might have changed because dinner used to be out, right? Lunch used to be out. So those were, you didn't think about those at the house. Now we got to think about them, but we're there all day long. So kind of some good things to go through in that is really schedule out the week. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing scheduling out the week. Um, and like I said, closing the kitchen down um, between you and your kids, you're going to want to be going back and forth into that kitchen mainly because you're bored. Um, my biggest thing would be like the kitchen's closed. So don't let them go back and forth into the kitchen. You don't even really need to go back and forth into the kitchen because you would normally wouldn't be going back and forth um, to a kitchen, to a break shop, what have you. Uh, and uh, just kind of try to do it that way. Um, like Justin said too, like scheduling, scheduling, keeping working out. And that's kind of the glory of the live class for us at five for the 5 p.m. class. If you can just make that every day, we'll literally tell you what to do, guys. You don't even have to pull up the app, right? You don't even have to look to see or anything like that, we'll tell you what to do if you can just log in. Um, and that's really why we all like classes anyways, because we don't have to think about things. So I think that's it. I think that's probably one of the best ways you can handle that. Perfect. Yeah, I agree. And it's the schedule, guys. It's all about keeping that schedule, keeping things on lock. If we're just stuck in this Netflix loop and we're all we're doing is, you know, are you still watching? Three, two, one. The next episode starts. Three, two, one. Are you still watching? Right. Let's get out of that loop. Let's get back into our lives. Let's get outside, get some sunshine, stay away from people, all that good stuff. But let's get out there. Let's keep moving, keep going. Um, maintain that schedule. That's going to be the biggest thing. And, you know, keeping that normalcy. Obviously, there's a lot of other things going on, but that's going to be the biggest thing for that. Um, cool. Question number two. This one comes up a lot, guys, not just 
in a pandemic or doing a podcast, but we do get this question a lot. And it's going to be, what equipment should I buy? Right. And a lot of that question goes around to as far as what equipment I should buy for gym equipment, not necessarily gym equipment working out at the house, but like what, you know, like knee braces or wrist wraps or jump ropes or, you know, that miscellaneous stuff to fill your gym bag. What should I buy? What shouldn't I buy? What's good? What's quality? What's crap? All right. We're going to kind of high, high level this and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So my biggest thing, number one, bottom line is a jump rope. You'll hear me say it all the time at the gym. Um, is jump rope. And one, we can cut it towards to your size. And guys, this does not have to be an expensive jump rope. You can literally get them from $10 on Amazon. The ones we use in the gym are just as good. Um, you can get the same same stimulus that you need from a $50 rope that you can a $10 rope. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and then beyond that, you know, a decent pair of shoes, right? And then, you know, if it depends, right? If I could go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, guys, we could, you looked in either one of our gym bags, you'd find hundreds of dollars worth of stuff, all right? You're also going to find hundreds of dollars of stuff we don't use. True. Okay. Um, jump rope, that's a big one. Start off with a cheap one. Get the seven, eight dollar jump rope on Amazon. Learn to do double unders with that. Then if you like double unders and you want to keep going, then go buy that fifty dollar rope. I can point you in the right direction of a really good one that it's it kicks butt and it goes really fast. But the reality is when you first start doing double unders, you don't need a rope that goes really fast. You just need a rope that's your size that you can consistently hold the same rope in your hand. Okay. Going into that, outside of that, a good pair of wrist wraps mm-hmm. is not the worst thing in the world to have. Guys, they're the best ones are honestly, they're just cloth. They wrap around your wrist. They got a little rope on them. Uh, company I can think of off the top of my head is called Strength Wraps. Yeah. They sell them on Rogue. Those work really well. Um, people seem to like the Velcro ones also. They go around um, easy stuff like that. You get going into it more. Uh, I mean, I would say my next one would be weight belts. A weight belt's um, a great one. Now, I mean, then there's going to be a different argument there about a weight belt shouldn't be your first resort for anything when it comes to strength. Um, however, when you're going for that one rep max lift, that true, true one rep max, a weight belt might be able to help you a lot. If nothing else, it kind of is a nice reminder. Um, but if you're putting on a a weight belt for every other movement, then we definitely need to re, re, uh, relook into some things. Yeah. Um, another one I can think of that really helps you continue to train and work out on a daily basis and do things is some, a good set of hand grips. Okay. We do a lot of stuff with barbells and kettlebells and pull up bars and stuff, and it can take a toll on our hands right? Look at my hands. My hands are fine. Okay. Put some grips on there. Go for that stuff. It, you know, we can show you how to use them. We can show you the good ones. There's a lot of junk out there. Again, there's some good ones. Uh, yeah. Bear complex. The ones we sell at the gym, they work great. Um, the carbon fiber guys go carbon, for the carbon fiber. I mean, whether you buy them from the gym or whether you buy them yeah. from, um, you know, online, anything carbon fiber will probably be your better bet. Yeah. Yeah. Because the bars, we, you know, different, different type of grips work on different types of pool bars um, based off the finish and texture of the, of the pull-up bar. Okay. So something to think about there. Sorry, we just lost my co-host. Uh, Jack Tastic is having a moment. So kind of think about that, go through that. We can show you guys how to use those a little better. There's a trick to using grips. So you actually get a better grip on the bar and you don't feel like you're sliding off the whole time. Okay. Other than that, that last piece I would go for would be the actual gym bag. All right. Seems silly, but you see you kind of walking in, you have all that in your hand, or you're constantly going back and forth to your car every class to grab it. And it's like, oh, crap, I need my jump rope. Forgot about that. Oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm getting my weight belt. Oh, where are you going? Oh, I forgot my grips. Oh, where are you going? Guys, get a bag. Put it in the bag. Take the whole bag in with you every single time, right? That way you're not having to 
track down all your stuff. Yeah, that way you can keep it in your bag, and that way you don't like, you know, if you're getting in and out of your different cars or what have you, you can just take your gym bag out, not, you know, nickel, uh, nickel and diamond, I guess is the better phrase. Um, piece, parts and pieces of your gym, gym equipment when you're changing cars or, you know, God forbid, you know, something else happens. I think the gym bag's important too. Oh. Hi guys. All right. Next question. So this question was phrased a little differently, but we're going to clean it up a little bit. And it basically kind of does have a deal with a little bit of being in this pandemic and being at the house and working out to a degree it kind of works well around that is how do I work out with my spouse or significant other? Okay. A lot of you guys work out in the gym. You might work out in the gym at the same time as your spouse or significant other. You may work out in separate gyms. You may have never worked out together before, but as we all know with relationships, there's a different dynamic that goes into place there. And sometimes things are different. Now you're in a garage or you're working out together. And some of you, it might be sunshine and roses. Some of you, it might not be. All right. Um, we're going to talk about our experiences with it a little bit. And you guys can kind of base off that and see where you're at. And we can offer some tips and, and pointers on that. Sound good? Yeah. So, um, Justin and I, in our workout relationship uh, and our work relationship, um, are in a little bit of different boat because we spend every hour of every day together. Um, most people don't do that. We're aware of that. We know that. Um, however, I'm Justin loves working out with me. I don't necessarily love working out with Justin sometimes. Um, and I don't know what that is. Maybe it's because I don't, I personally don't feel like I need the internal motivation um, or external motivation because I have internal motivation. Now, I don't mind, you know, I mean, we. I catch a lot of daggers from across the room. Sometimes <laughs> we, it just, yeah. Sometimes I just do better working out by myself um, when it comes to just the two of us. That being said, I love working out with a class. And, you know, obviously through this situation and otherwise what we're happening now, I miss that. Um, but like I said, Justin loves working out with me. I do. Cause I'm a nice person. <laughs> Cause he's a good guy. Come <laughs> on, good person. <laughs> Hi guys. So the reality is, is there's different personalities. There's different everything that go into this. If you kind of the dynamic of your relationship, Don, I have a great relationship. Sometimes though working out, I can annoy the ever living turd out of her is what it comes down to. And she'd rather just work out by herself. And sometimes that's her stress relief. And that's her, that's her way to kind of get away from life. And she can go just, just, just go. She's in laser focus and she's just go. And anything I'm talking or doing or whatever breaks her laser focus. If you guys have worked out with me, you probably know I like to talk while I work out. So I'm in a conversation or I'm, you know, screwing around while I'm doing it. That's just, I am having fun with it. Okay. So we're a little bit different on that. When I'm doing that to a workout, it's a distraction. She doesn't love that. So where do you fall with your spouse? Are you, are significant? Are you hating each other? Are you enjoying it? Do you mesh really well when you're working out? Find that space. It might be guys that you need to work out at separate times, right? That might be better for both of you. And it's not that you hate each other. It's that it's good, you know, therapeutically for you to get, get your sweat on by yourself, meet up afterwards, right? Think about, do you work out with them normally? Okay. If the answer is no, there might be a reason. All right. So think about that. Food for thought. Um, but shout out to Brian Marks and Alex Marks because they make looking or they make uh, working out together look like a dream. Like a dream. Holding hands so, the whole time. Yeah. Good for them, man. If y'all need relationship tips on working out together, talk to Brian Marks. Sorry. Sidebar there. Awesome. All right, guys. One more question in our Friday four pack of questions here. All right. This one is probably the most serious question we have of the four. Will I make gains 
faster with deadlifts or with pizza? Dawn. Well, yes, you will make gains faster eating pizza, as in weight gain. <laughs> you um, will gain some weight. You will gain some weight. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Point blank. No, um, in theory, deadlifting is going to be, you know, obviously weight weight and otherwise are a huge calculating factor there. But uh, deadlifts are a great, great movement to get stronger, to get your entire lower body stronger, really. Yeah, guys. So deadlifts, deadlifts are going to be obviously the gains, the gains are the Z that we're yeah. looking for, right, in the gym, right? So we're getting strong, we're getting moving. Pizza is going to be the deadlifts or be the gains we make with an S in the belly, okay? Yeah. So we might not want those gains. That being said, pizza every now and then, rock and roll, okay? But let's make sure we're getting our deadlifts in before our pizza. Uh, that being said, you know, if you're really trying to get big and strong, part of being big and strong is big. It's big. Got to be big. Right. <laughs> and most of us don't want to get bigger. Okay. So as we're working through that, something to think about, we can still get stronger, but we might not want to get big and stronger. All right. That being said, guys, have a great time. Uh, follow us on whatever we end up putting this out on. Give us a like, give us a comment. Um, throw us some, uh, throw some questions for the next one and we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.